The biggest hurdle between me and eating healthy, delicious meals for lunch is decision fatigue. Honestly, by the time lunchtime rolls around, I've already made like a thousand decisions from what my toddler should wear to how much I want to argue with her about how you have to brush your teeth in the morning, you know? <laughs> for sure, for sure. No, I absolutely agree. And like I have taken to doing meal preps or like buying a bunch of ready to eat meals to like heat up quickly. And I recently tried Factor. And let me tell you, Factor is like 12,000 steps above and beyond any ready to meet eat meal I have ever tried before. That's right. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef curated, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started and get after your goals. I tried the two-minute meals where I could fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. And they also offer pancakes, smoothies, and more. There's a wide variety of easy options throughout the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Plus, there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup required. Factor is also flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution when you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And you don't want to make any more decisions because you're exhausted, like me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 and use code justbreakup50 to get 50% off. That's code justbreakup50 at factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 to get 50% off. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who caught her partner in so many lies after catching him in so many lies. But before we begin, oh, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. No, we are not. We are not professional, you know, relationship help people. We are not trained in any of this. So please take our advice as you see fit. We are only here to offer our humble musings that get more and more humble every week um, to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs about the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing experience that is love. All right, let me just dive into today's letter. Let's do it. It's from Hurt and Torn, whose pronouns are they, them, who is writing to us from the void. I know that y'all recently responded to a cheating write-in, and I appreciate that so much. I could really use some further advice and insight, and I feel like given that you're both admitted to past <laughs> cheaters. Okay, didn't, we didn't need to be dragged like that. <laughs> <laughs> forget that y'all know us so well <laughs> no, you, yeah you both they really do which is delightful i know it's That's like you, you guys you guys don't know us but you know the worst things we've ever done in our lives like that's that is, true that's some power you know <laughs> anyway <laughs> we're the season uh yeah so since we're both admitted cheaters you could have a little bit of empathy for both people absolutely mm. my partner 34 cisgender latino man and i 29 non-binary white have been together for six years his kids 
guests live with us full time. And while we're not married, that was our plan. And we basically act as such, considering myself as a step parent. Although we both work full time, I make about double what he does and I financially support us for the most part. We've been in couples therapy for over a year, mostly to help strengthen our parenting and family relationship. I recently discovered that he's been having an emotional affair. And while he's never physically been intimate with anyone else, to my knowledge, he has made plans several times that just fell through. So he's tried. One person he was very emotionally attached to throughout our relationship, throughout our entire relationship, calling and texting her several times a year, sharing deep feelings. Another was a coworker that he recently asked for her number and tried several times to get her to go out for a drink, but she never did and eventually ghosted him. How embarrassing. I discovered the long-term emotional affair a few weeks ago and decided that we could work to rebuild our relationship with the help of our therapist. I asked him several times to come clean about anything else, but he said there was nothing else. I finally went through his phone a few days ago and found the messages with his coworker, which he said he quote, just forgot about. I don't know what to do. I know I don't deserve to be treated this way. It's clear from our actions that my love and respect for him is deeper than his is for me. It's not like I haven't had the opportunity to cheat, too. I just chose not to. I just feel so profoundly disrespected, unseen, and disposable. I thought that we had a beautiful, strong relationship. I feel like I was profoundly disrespected, unseen, and disposable. I feel like I was just so wrong about him and about our relationship, like it was all a facade. He has been apologizing and we've cried in each other's arms, but I caught him in so many lies after finding out. I can't help but feel like there's more I don't know about. I don't know how to trust him anymore. Is there any way we can rebuild the trust and move forward together? Do we have any hope? I know I'd be justified in breaking up with him, but right now I really don't want to do that. I'm also really angry at the same time. I cannot believe this is happening, that he's done this. Anything you could offer would be so appreciated, even if it's hard for me to hear. Oh, hurt and torn. I'm so sorry that you have been going through this. Um, you know, the, the line that you said around, I feel profoundly disrespected, unseen, and disposable. Uh, what three big words to to describe what I can only imagine is one of the hardest things that you've experienced in your relationship. You know, I think, you know, Sierra and I obviously are admitted cheaters, and we also know that, like, cheating is hurtful, right? It It is, it is really hard to be the one cheated on and you know this feeling that you're feeling of disrespected unseen disposable right i think are really understandable reactions to what has happened here um and you know i i just want you to know that like the decisions that your partner made about um who he was going to be emotionally intimate with uh, were his decisions, right? And they they didn't have anything to do with your lovability, with your value as a human person, right? Just because he, you know, made these choices doesn't make you disposable, right? It doesn't make you any less worthy of love and attention and honesty. 
Um, it doesn't say anything about you as a person. It just says a lot about what he was experiencing and going through and wanted. And it's unfortunate that that's the decision that he made. Um, but it's not because you aren't worthy of somebody who's trustworthy. We're going to talk a bit about what kind of moving forward might look like with the two of you, um, whether that is together or separate. Um, but before we do that, we are going to take a quick break. All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know, I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. (laughs) Stop wasting money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. (laughs) We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... 
Use the middle person. <laughs> Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, my darlings, welcome back. And to our letter writer, thank you so much for trusting us with this letter. Um, like Sam said, and we laughed about, like we have, we are both admitted past cheaters and we've also been cheated on yeah, in both of us. pivotal relationships. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, and, uh, I think we've both been cheated on like more recently, basically. And I... I want to just make space for what a confusing and an emotionally disruptive time this is. Like y'all are adults, you're working full time, you're caring for children, you've got day-to-day -day tasks, you've got to take the garbage out, you've got to feed the little people, we've got to, you know, show up for your job and make money and keep the wheels on the ground turning, right? And all of a sudden, the foundation of this world is cracking. And I just, I want to acknowledge how ex emotionally exhausting the first month after finding out infidelity is. It is so exhausting because on top of every fucking other single thing you have to do as a caretaker to your stepchildren and to your partner, let's, you know, and to yourself, you have to be what feels like hyper vigilant to the past and and present and future like all of a sudden you're like i have to look at every single detail over the last six years mm. because now i'm questioning everything For and sure. i have you know there's this desire to go through every conversation again every single relationship your significant has outside of your marriage like it is such a heightened disruptive time um so i just want to like nod to the fact that i bet you're super tired right now and i'm sorry that your sense of security in this relationship was broken in such a way and that like capitalism exists and we have to keep going you know i just i <laughs> know that there's real. tension there in multiple directions right i appreciate that you want to try to make it work you know that you said like you have every right to break up, but that you think maybe you don't want to right now, which is, which makes sense. It feels like you put in all this work and it would be frustrating to like throw away that time and foundation that you built over this immature, hurtful decision. Um, it's it, the math doesn't add up, right? Cause you're like, I've got six years weighed against one stupid fucking decision and like a web of tiny lies. Like, I know this is hard. I know this is a hard time where you're, you're, everything feels uncertain. I'm going to offer a couple of things that I want you to think about if you choose to stay together. And then I'm going to offer you some perspective shifts if you choose to end this relationship or stay in the unknown for a while, which is of course reasonable. I think we, something we expect of ourselves is that we should know what to do right away. You know, that our emotions should tell us the truth and, and, Sometimes we have to sit with them for a while, which sucks when they feel like this, right? Um, I want to say, if you choose to stay together for a while to work this out, I think it's great that you're working with a therapist. I think it's great that you already had that foundation to have that like middle ground person. I also want to say in my time of trying to rectify a cheating relationship when I was cheated on, 
what I wish I did, what I truly wish I did was take space away from that person under, under the understanding that like, we are trying to work, we're going to put this, we're going to put this broken thing back together. Like that's the goal. But I felt like in the immediate crisis time, the month or months after a breakup, you feel like, oh my God, I have to do something. I got to fix this. You have to explain this. It has to be justified. I have to understand it. You have to prove that you're never going to do it again. You have to prove that you never, never did it before this one time. Like there, so much feels like it needs to be mended. Everything's like on fire. And I really wish that I took even just a couple days, like away from that person so that I could clear my thoughts. I could sit in my feelings and not be able to act on them because I think I would have been able to listen to myself a little bit better. I just, when I was in like this crisis mode, I was like, fix it, fix it, fix it. Prove to me that you'll never do this again. Like, I don't know. I was just in like a lot of action and none of that action resulted in resolution or healing. I was just suit. It was too much in my pain. And I want you to be in your pain because I want you to be able to listen to it. I want you to be able to comprehend it you know what is it telling you and what do you need from this person so I know this is hard because you are the primary breadwinner um and you share an like you occupy a space together but if it's possible can you go stay somewhere else for a couple nights or or stay with a friend for a couple nights or or I don't know what that looks like but I need I'm I would say like hey I need some space away from you to listen to myself a little bit without you here apologizing to me and without you here to answer it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For sure. Absolutely. Um, I think that that's, I think that taking spaces, uh, is, can be really helpful sometimes. And I think that that's great. Um, you know, I also, I really appreciate the fact that he keeps apologizing. Cause I think that one of the things that needs to happen oh, to move oh, forward one. is that he needs to take full accountability for not just the actions that he took, but also how those actions made you feel about yourself and your relationship. Right. And, and I don't want any like capitulation around the actions themselves. Right. Like, Oh, it was nothing or I forgot. Right. Like it needs to be like, yeah, absolutely. This, I can absolutely understand that this made you feel this way. And I regret that, right? Like, and I want to, to hold you in the fact that this is making you feel disposable, right? Like, mm. not like, why are you feeling mm. disposable? Or like, that's not what I meant, right? But like the, the actual emotional impact of the actions, um, I mm -hmm. think that that's going to be really important. I also think it'll be important for you to, to, to think about, you know, is there... And this, like, this is later down the line, right? Like, is there perspective outside of your own pain that you might be missing about why or how this thing happened, right? Like, I totally understand your feeling of, like, he obviously doesn't love me. He doesn't respect me. All of this different stuff. And also, he probably didn't make that decision thinking, oh, I don't love her or I don't respect her, right? Like, he probably made the decision to engage in these emotional relationships for some other reason besides just that. And I think it'll be helpful for you to, to like, hold some of that eventually, because my guess is, is that, like, you know, this person that he was in this long-term relationship with where he was calling or texting wasn't just about like, oh, I'm going to go fuck over my person, right? Like there was something there that he was trying to access through his relationship with this person. And that doesn't mean that it's excusable or that it's understandable, but 
but owning that, right? Like he made this decision, but he didn't necessarily make it with bad intentions, right? Or with vindictive intentions in mind can also be helpful for you to not only like understand a little bit more why this could have happened or why he did the thing that he did, but also recognize that like there are lots of different understandings of what emotional affairs look like and are and and it is possible that you two had different understandings of what an emotional affair looks like, right? Like I want I just mm. want to create this space for the idea that like maybe this person, maybe your partner was looking for friendship with this person that he was speaking to. Maybe he felt really connected to her. Yeah, we don't know her. the text messages. Absolutely. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we don't know what was in them and so like if this isn't true like throw it away. But I also want to create space for the idea that like, if he is looking for friendship with someone, right? Like how can he do that in a way that feels appropriate to your relationship? Right. And it, it clearly the way that he did it in this way, was not, was not within the confines of your relationship, but is there places where he can get emotional support from people who aren't you, where you would feel comfortable and okay with it? It's so funny. Cause I'm normally like, you know, like give like shoot your shot. Like, you know, maybe they meant this. And Sam's normally the one that's like, black them, no way, <laughs> gaslighter. You know what I mean? And in this instance, I'm like, uh <laughs> I do totally I do agree with you that we don't know the context of the messages and that everybody has different understandings of emotional cheating. Or yeah, emotional intimacy equals cheating. Like everybody I 100% agree with you. And I think that if I saw the messages, I could speak a little bit more confidently in what direction that turns. And more importantly, on top of everything, is that I I agree with what Sam said, especially in the context of, of mending this relationship and moving forward. Like, you two need clear and even, like, literally, like, dumbed down to the brass tacks of it what is your parameter of cheating? What it, what does it mean for you? Like, how is this person going to rebuild your trust? They are never going to do blank, right? And maybe if you're like, how about this? Like, we don't know if your partner wanted to get a drink with the coworker because he wanted a friend or if he was like trying to be more than friends with this person because we don't know it, but we're, yeah, we're I mean, trusting you that it sounds, felt un... It sounds felt, not great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, mm, yeah. No, the coworker thing I'd like, uh-uh, is, uh-uh, no. <laughs> yeah, Sam, yeah, you can't just forget it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm curious movie, about this longer term situation with this and like what the, what the deep you know, feelings were. If it was I like, definitely was too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, oh, I miss you and I want, like, and I, and I love you, right? Like that feels like, okay, maybe not. But if it's like, I'm going through a hard time and I wish I had somebody to talk to. Like there's, you know what I mean? Like the striations of yeah. looking for emotional intimacy are, are nuanced. And I think uh, without having the proper context, it's hard for me to be like, yes, this person is clearly an asshole, but we can, we can also just take this part out if we don't want to do it. We can just, we <laughs> no, can no. just go with the hardcore. <laughs> this man's clearly no, no, emotionally I was, cheating. No, I think it's, a, I think it's appropriate because I think it, 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 it the, how about this? The hard thing that our letter writer is asking to hear is that your partner, like Sam said, his actions were disrespectful, but in his mind, he might not have been like, you know what? I'm going to go fucking disrespect and devalue my partner. <laughs> For sure. I'm instead, it's like, I'm going to go flirt with this person. Cause it makes me feel good. Cause I 
don't feel good about myself. We can, like you said, we can empathize with that. Like, it, man, it sounds like your partner was really looking for something that he should have been honest with you about mm-hmm. needing, period. Mm-hmm. Right. Was his behavior understandable? Like I could understand it when you write it down in a letter, but is it acceptable? Absolutely not. Right. And to move forward, you need to have a clear understanding what those boundaries are, right? Um, and I think it's important to say, like, you you are trusting your instincts here. Like, you know the details of these text messages. You wrote into two strangers on a podcast because you feel like your partner emotionally cheated on you. So then, therefore, it's true, right? Sure. But to move forward, you need to have a working definition of what that means. I'm also like... You know, if he's apologizing a ton and they're in therapy about it, like he know he knows, right? And he avoided <laughs> like like there's not a he's not like oh no I didn't know I couldn't like t- like sext other people or whatever you know. <laughs> there was anyway, no sex to be clear. <laughs> sexting, sexting. I don't know if there was sexting, but um. Anyway, uh, I I I want to say that that your. Um, therapists can also provide, I'm sure, lots of tangible, almost like homework to do about how to rebuild this. Um, but I guarantee you, the first thing they're going to ask you for, or one of the one of the things that you're going to have to work on in months to come, in the next year or whatever, is um, forgiving your partner in in whatever way allows you to believe them moving forward. You don't have to, like, I think everybody can have different definitions about what forgiveness is. And I've realized that like, we're a very forgiveness forward culture. And that doesn't necessarily always advocate for, I don't know, change or like people, you don't have to forgive to be happy, to move on. You don't. Um, I think we're told that a lot. And I'm sure I've said that on this podcast. However, in this instance, rectifying this relationship, rebuilding the trust, you have to get to a place in your heart where you can, you want to, and therefore enact trust in your partner moving forward. Like it cannot, I realized with my ex who cheated on me, like, the biggest thing that I did to to end our relationship wasn't like letting him cheat on me multiple times or whatever. I mean, that's the weird phrasing of it. It was me demanding that we stay together while knowing I could never fully trust him. Because then I had like really, I had unhin- un- un- unattainable um, needs because I was asking him, like, prove to me that you're trustworthy, prove to me that you're trustworthy, N- never being able to reciprocate the trust ever, not even a little, right? Um, and so that's why I want to say space. It's like, you need a little space from this person. You're going to need a lot of support. You're going to need a lot of time and patience. He needs to stay in his apology era. And you also need to get to a place where you're saying, I'm ready to accept it. I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to believe you. And we, we can't say if you're, you're, if you're ever going to get there again. People can fuck up. People can fuck up. And people can lie to cover up their fuck ups. Like, here's where the empathy comes in. People can, you know, he, he was caught. He fucked up. And he probably feels really shitty about it. He probably feels like his whole life is in jeopardy right now. And that's probably why he didn't tell you about the coworker. Does it make it excusable? Absolutely not. No, no, absolutely not. But that's where I can understand that path, you know? 
but I think, you know, I think it's important as you are thinking about if you are choosing to be together with him and figure out like what is rebuilding trust to look like. It it is about making intentional decisions to trust him again. And and that doesn't mean policing every single one of his actions, right? It doesn't mean like check checking his phone or like saying like you can't talk to any uh any women in the world, right? Like all of these different things that that we think will give us the surety in order to be able to trust again. But trust is actually about like believing the best in people even when we don't have all the information, right? Like even when we don't know if they're hurting us or not. And and so building up that I think will be important. And And I think, you know, I'm not opposed to the idea that like putting some structures in place to help kind of make that happen. But I think what happens so often when we're trying to move on from cheating is that we get so distracted by the like logistics of it, right? Like call me when you are at this place or like I get to look at your phone every day or like all of these different like things where we're like policing people's like goings, comings and goings as opposed to like the deep emotional self-work that needs to happen to say like, what do I need to be able to trust this person again, even if I don't have all the information, even if I can't look at their phone, even if I don't have their location services turned on, right? Like all of this kind of stuff, because you don't want to be in a relationship where suddenly your other, in addition to your full-time job and your job being a step parent, you are also now like monitoring this your your significant other's life <laughs> you know like that's not a job you want to take on because it's not sustainable and it also doesn't actually lead to the result that you want which is deeper trust with this person yeah and let me i mean sam was unintentionally dragging me but that's how i dealt with <laughs> my the infidelity that i was talking about is that like i was like okay you gotta you have to this is i know i've admitted this before but it's still so embarrassing to admit like he lived in a different time zone and he worked nights and i would go to bed way earlier than him so i was like send me a picture of yourself when you go to bed you know, mm -hmm, it wasn't like mm -hmm, send me a picture mm -hmm. of your empty bed. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> it's like he could just have those on stock. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but, you know, it was like, I, I think he started it and I was like, I really like this or something like that. And then, I mean, the, the fucker could not be more unintelligent. Like, you know, the one night he doesn't send me a picture is the night he cheated on me again. It's like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you think was going to happen? Just take a picture before you had sex with somebody else. Like, and then everything would have been fine. <laughs> it is like the audacity of how bad he was at hiding his cheating. It's just like, it's a, like, it's an affront. It's an affront to you to be like, <laughs> yeah. you didn't even try. <laughs> I know. Just take another selfie, bro. Like, <laughs> just, just lie have to me a for stock like two more pile. months. Like, what is the yeah. issue? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. We're just anyway we're obviously laughing at trauma um but so um i wanted to say like that didn't work because i was i was it wasn't i was focused on getting this thing getting this uh temporary band-aid every night okay he's home safe he's home alone he still loves me he thought of me at the end of the night right mm -hmm. the temporary band-aid over sitting in my own feelings and intuition and being like do i want to be with this person do they make me feel good about myself? Do I think I can trust them again? Am I willing to put in the work to receive their tr their trustworthy behavior or whatever? Mm -hmm. Because you have to be For able sure. to receive it and see it without the little band-aids, right? The last thing I want to say is like, 
the I just want to remind you of the well metaphor. We used to talk about this all the time. We haven't brought it up in a minute. I learned this metaphor from Josie Ong, who is the host of the Affirmation Pod, who is uh, who the Affirmation Pod was like one of my first and favorite blind dates. If you haven't checked it out, definitely check it out. Um, she's still putting out episodes like every week. Anyway, the metaphor is you're digging this well and you've been digging it and digging it and digging it and looking for water, right? You're, you're making it work. And maybe you found water for a while, and, but you're down at the bottom and, you, and you, you're not getting any water and you've been digging it for six years. You've been digging this relationship for six years. And all of a sudden you're at the point at the bottom where you're like, I don't know if there's any more water. I don't know if there's any more purpose to me digging this well. I don't know if I can trust this well. I feel so disrespected. And you're like, but I want to keep digging because I put the last six years in. I've dug this far down mm. and it feels too intimidating to crawl out and try to start digging somewhere else. But I do want to say there's water elsewhere. If this relationship doesn't turn around and heal the way you need it to, there's sunlight up at the top of this well, right? There's fresh air. There's, there's relationships out there who won't disrespect you like this. Mm. Do I believe it's possible to rectify this and grow from this? Yes. But I just want to remind you, you don't have to. Mm. I love that. All right, I, friend. I love that metaphor. <clears throat> it's really good. Um, if it's not abundantly clear, uh, we love you. We're so sorry that you are dealing with this. Um, and, you know, whatever the outcome of this relationship, whether you choose to stay together or you choose to separate, uh, just know that you are not disposable. You are not someone who deserves disrespect. And hopefully you can find love that doesn't feel this way in this relationship or in a future one. We love yes, you. Thank absolutely. you for writing. We hope this helps. All right. It's Friday, which means it's the blind date segment of our show. Every Friday, we like a every Friday. We like to shout out something that we love that we want to set you up with. And this week we are sending you home with the fourth season of true detective. Um, Ooh. Yeah, it's on it's on Max currently. Uh this season is starring Jodie Foster and Callie Reese who are both like amazing actresses. <laughs> like like it's it's so well acted which is really wonderful. I feel like I haven't watched a show in a while where I'm like, "Oh, it's so much fun to watch people who are like just really good at their craft playing like really interesting characters." Mm. Yeah, um, totally. It's a really it's a really like spooky, creepy uh, storyline um, it takes place in like northern Alaska and there's like a research facility where all of the people who work at that research facility suddenly just disappear and they have no idea why and it's like ghosts and people's tongues have on the floor and like just like a lot of different things are happening um, and it's great because you don't have to watch any of the other seasons of the show in order to enjoy it. So it's like a standalone thing, which is really great uh, because the first season of True Detective was great. And then the other two were not as good. So I really like that they're starting fresh with a really good story and with really amazing actors. Uh, so if you're into like creepy, spooky, kind of like true crime meets also like maybe ghosts, uh, check out uh, True Detective on HBO Max. 
All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like more content from us or if you would like to get access to our monthly office hours, you can support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode as well as access to those office hours. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod. You can slide into our DM, send us your favorite relationship meme, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Chess Breakup is a production of Duvida Media, original music, recording, editing, producing, all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his music and podcast. And remember, you can rebuild after trust is broken, but it is unfortunately a two-way street. The person has to work to rebuild your trust and you have to choose to trust them trusting isn't you know knowing their perfect behavior trusting is trusting despite the unknowns and that's where it becomes hard but you can do it and if all else fails just break up <laughs>